Struggling. <laughs> Hold on, Brandon. <laughs> He's not Brandon's ready. Struggling. You can keep going. Yeah. What's up, everybody? Hey, hey, hey. Coming to you from Indianapolis, Indiana. Nap two. Okay. Yes. Home of Jason. Studio One. Among others. Okay. Studio One here at Books and Brews. Fourteen hundred. <laughs> Talking about doing business on that nano scale. That's not so tiny. What we do yes. here at Books and Brews. Uh-huh. Talking about the nano scale. We started out as a nano brewery. Now we're so here. Small. And now we're here. And it's really important that we keep coming back to our roots, talking about how we did it. Don't be fooled by the rocks that I got. <laughs> I'm still Jason from the Black. Still right from the Black. <laughs> so it is important. Pause, full beat, stop, get back. Everything we talk about on the podcast, what we're trying to do is not just tell everyone. There's a lot of people out there that have small businesses or dreams of small businesses or small businesses that want to get bigger. And we've been through the process. So come learn from us. Learn from our mistakes. Many. Some. Learn from our successes. Yes. No, wait. I, no, yeah, did I get that backwards? Yeah, yeah you got it back. Shut up, Brandon. I've been waiting for this moment for a long time. Everyone threw me off. So our successes. Many, many successes, few failures. Final answer. Fa- failures are just answer. things that we learned that were wrong the first time. You know what they say: the masters <laughs> failed more times than the beginners even tried. So, Ooh. oh man, that's a, that's a good one. Well, scientists also I say like uh, we didn't do it a thousand ways wrong; we did it a thousand ways to know what the. No, I don't know. And was good. And we're bad. It was happening. It was yeah. close to something, and it's teetered off. It was right there. You almost, so let me introduce the gang. My name is Jason. Hey, Jason. I'm the doctor. Hi. Yo. I'm the funky boss. Ooh. I'm MC Pickles. <laughs> I'm also here with Brian. I'm Brian. Yes. I am the prophecy. Indeed. Uh-huh. World Compass 5000. Word. Of course. Doctor. Hey, I am. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm Mike Speckles. You're not. All right, my bad. It's time cop. It's time to retire that one. Great episode, guys. It was fun. Absolutely. Sweet. Um, I think that's it. I'm cool. also here with Brandon. Hello. My name is Brandon. I'm the tall one. Ostrich bites. Boom, boom. The coup. The newest coup. The, new, the newest. New, the new, new shit. New coup. The new coup. The coolest of coup. The coolest of coup. Put the coup, coup shit. in coup. Yeah. Boom, boom. Unky, boom, boom. I'm Unky, boom, boom. I'm, oh, I'm oh. also here with Justin. Hey. He's still the cleave, cleave, too. Oh, waka, cleave. Waka. oh yeah, cleave, cleave. I'm not. <laughs> That's Waka Waka, Fuzzy Bear. I'll tell you jokes both old and rare. Fuzz. The fuzzy one. Fuzz. The producer, the artist. I, yeah, I was I, restraining I was, myself. <laughs> I, I know you don't like it. Yeah, I, I don't. It. I, I don't it. at all. I'm not going to call you. I'm also the joke killer and yes. the new oh, host of That's so the loud. Joke. Don't do that. It's so gross. <laughs> it's way more obvious with the headphones on. I know. Uh, it just, echoes so much. I feel like you need to get closer to the mic. Oh, probably. That's better. Yeah. Okay. So, uh... We have the new equipment. We're feeling it out. Yeah, we're still, still in test we're trials. Still, we're, so thanks for coming and going through the test test yes. trials with us. We're learning. We're growing. So what are we going to do here? I need a brew. I'm glad you Got asked. a few segments. <gasps> I'm very curious. I think we need to do the earmuffs first. Yes. Oh, yeah. By the way, we, we, have we shit. are raising we definitely earmuffs. Do. Yes, we are going to say a couple of bad words like fuck. Shit. Damn. Bollocks. No, we're not gonna. We're gonna do all that minus one. Yeah, <laughs> I can't imagine that's gonna come up in the natural English flow of conversation. swear words only. I don't think so. American English. American English. So now I'm all thrown off. What are we gonna talk about? Oh, here, here, Throwed. Bollocks threw you, you off. <laughs> here's here's what I want to talk about is Nano Brew the podcast. Cats, cats, cats. Sorry, Nano Brew the network. Network, network, network. 
we got to start bigger, Network. better, we gotta, newer. We got to start More. it. We're going to do a lot of microcasts, the Funky Boss Show. Talk to a couple people today. Uh, we're going to you know, get those segments out to you. We're also splitting this podcast up into two since we are the mullet of podcasts. We're the party in the front and the business mm-hmm. in the back. Mm-hmm. So, oh, so the other way around. No, yeah. Business in the front. Yeah. Put that, that thing down, flip it, and reverse and it. And reverse. So, so we, yeah. we're going to do We're not our, an undercut. We're going to do our business. Uh-huh. going to give you our old business. Oh, oh, nice. What the fuck did we do? Ancient we're gonna, shit. We're going to give you our new business. What the, the fuck are we going to do? The newest of new. Some new shit. And then we're going to break it. And then we're going to post, post that on Thursdays. That's our, our business in the front. And then our party in the back is going to be posted maybe on Mondays. Haven't had the schedule down yet. thinking Mondays, but actually I was thinking about Saturday night, business ready to Monday, blast at your party. Uh, party Friday. But. I was thinking, oh, business I was thinking Friday. Okay. Okay. All right. Yeah. So we'll, we'll be party on Friday. Yeah. So uh, this is the first I've heard of this. So okay, yeah. going on the fly. Yeah, we're going on the fly. We're figuring it out as we go. Here we are. It's yeah, be great. My my. Uh, I've actually already. This is a podcast. It's wonderful. Yeah, one of my that's one of my many suggestions is just you just start and go. Mm-hmm. Sometimes sometimes it's cooler for the crowd to see you figure it out on the along the way anyway. So they you know hey yeah. you want to do this too. Here's how you do it. You just hit record and start going. Yeah, mm-hmm. we went behind the curtain. That's that's it, we're always behind the curtain for you. 100 percent, man. I, 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 okay, that's a whole other subject. But after that, so our party segment, which is going to post Fridays now, is what we decided. Yep, right now, right, right now, right now, <laughs> literally right now. We're going to do art in your face. Art, art, art. We're going to do a guilty pleasure Ooh. of the week. Ooh, so guilty. Boy, Stop it. No, I mean, yeah, <laughs> make me blush. We're going to do our Wendy's beef. The week, so from the fucking grave, Square motherfucking burgers, <laughs> absent salad bars, yeah, applesauce, bringing back the spicy chicken nuggets, uh, sour cream that started as cream, yeah. old meat that is now <laughs> chili, yeah, but is at ten thousand degrees, so it kills every living organism. Uh, here's a tip, including for you. your tongue. Here's a tip for you: oh my God. get their shredded cheese put into your chili mm, and cools it down. Well, that and because it's a million degrees, it melts all wonderfully too. It does, yeah. And crackers cool. do. Crackers help. And you know what? They don't serve it. Did with you think noodles. that you just invented cheese no. and chili? I mean, I think I did. Right now, <laughs> it's it happened. Uh, at least at Wendy's. We're also going to stump the brewer, the party. In the oh, back. yeah, we are. Yeah. Yeah. I've been studying. You literally have been stumped, I'm pretty sure, like eight weeks running. Ah, that's debatable. So right now, let's do a little, uh, let's do a little old business, guys. Got your old stuff ready? No. Are you going double time? Please don't. Slow? Yeah, just very, very slow. I mean, you, whatever. It's, right, we'll it's your show. Okay, we'll do it slow. All right, no, it's cool. It's everyone's show. It's, it's, a, all, it's, it's the democratic it's, process. We're here for all of us. Yeah. Bernie Sanders. Polaroid cameras. The loom. The cotton gin. Castles. Printing press. Hieroglyphics. The process of interchangeable parts. The wheel. The wheel. Wheel. Shoes. Woolly mammoths. Hunter gatherers, saber tooth motherfucking tigers, dude, the dodo bird, fucking fossils, fossil, (laughs) riding the goddamn railroads all across the country. So my uh, my notes got so convoluted over time. (laughs) They're just like stacked on top of stacked on top of stacked, and we haven't been able to post because we had some computer malfunctions with the new equipment. Malfunction. So malfunction. um, I'm a little behind. I know that I think customer service techniques was that the last thing? Yeah, customer service techniques. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. So 
I was able to post that one, so I skipped over the one before that, which was Words Matter. So Words Matter, go back and listen to that. Time Cop Approved. For sure. Make sure to listen to those words. They matter what you use. They do. We use acknowledge instead of greeting. We use guest instead of customer. That's just skimming the surface. Mm -hmm. Customer service techniques, we talked about being able to find some stuff to keep the conversation going. I got a couple new tidbits for you. So when we talked about new shit. Yeah, dude, listen to this. This is good. This is, yeah, dude. (laughs) Dude, I'm shitting on top of your (laughs) shit. But I'm not going to make you eat your shit. Thank you. And then shit out of your shit. All you motherfuckers are going to (laughs) pay. Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back shot out. Let me art your face. Mm -hmm. Aren't they rebooting that? Yes, they are. I can't wait. I did not know that. I can't wait. One of of Mark Hamill's best roles ever. Oh, Oh, the uh, cock blocker? Knocker. Cock knocker. Yeah. Yeah. How'd you get that name? Funny story, really. <laughs> so you had to see it. So, yo, so, yo, bitch fist. It's <laughs> a funny movie. You gotta go see it. So we talked about last time, like spotting stuff, spotting people's clothes is easy. They have a hat on with the sports team. Easy way to start conversation to break in. Good customer stuff. Breaking that ice beyond the pale of hey guys how you doing my name is so-and-so we like we outlaw server speak here you can't say i'll be taking care of you you can't say even my name is you can't you can't like hi my name is what (laughs) i believe i believe it was on our last podcast that you were talking about answering the phone Yes, and I, yeah. and I started. I started implementing it. And it's yeah. wonderful. And how did it go? Give me. It's, it's any fantastic. Stories? Do you have any stories? Not that many good stories. It throws people off. Cool. Like, Moving on. Uh, oh, I was trying to call Books and Brews, and I'm like, and you succeeded. <laughs> you did just that. <laughs> you and they're won. like, uh, aren't you proud? Yes. Congratulations. So what Brian's talking about is, I told everyone that from now on, I'm just gonna make sure when you answer the phone at Books and Brews, you're just <laughs> allowed to say hello. You're not allowed to say like what your name is, what the store yeah. is, who you're calling. Because everyone has a canned response ready. Okay, I'm going to call and I'm going to ask them what their hours are. And then as soon as the phone answers and they go, hello, you can't go, you can't, if someone says hello, you can't go, what are your hours? Like, you can't do it. Yeah, You can't true. say that. Uh, always. <laughs> so now what, what they planned I'm here is right now, now. That's all that matters. Yeah, what they planned is now gone. Yep. So now they have to think about what to, what to say. And usually the human being conversation comes out after that. So... Here's some other tips that I thought were really good that uh, I learned this week. Again, I'm listening to this book called uh, 92 Ways to Talk to Anybody. It's pretty solid. Not everything is amazing in it, but it, yeah. it's... I mean, with 92 ways, 92, some of them are yeah. going to strike out. Yeah, some of them are going to be losers. Yeah. And there are certainly <laughs> a couple of real yes. stinkers. But a, a couple that I thought was... One in particular I thought was really interesting was trying to find things to talk about people or getting people to dig deeper into stories or just have better conversation. Just repeat kind of the last sort of thing they said. They're like, oh, I went to the movies tonight. You went to the movies tonight? <laughs> In a question form. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, I saw the Avengers. Let me tell you about it. The Avengers? You the, you saw that? Yeah, <laughs> it, was super, it was super awesome. And then, it was super oh, awesome? It, it was super awesome? <laughs> exactly. And then just... just Are the, you a parrot? I'm a parrot? <laughs> yeah, it is. It is, it is Are uh, you? No, the book brings that up about one of the... Part of the reason why we love parrots so much is just nothing else except they repeat the same shit we say back to them. I want to hear my shit. Obviously, this is pretty theoretical. I think they polled anybody's yeah. how much they love parrots, but it's certainly one of the best birds. I think yeah. we all can agree. It's pretty. Mm. It's pretty fucking it's, fun. They're, to, they're pretty cool. Yeah, they're pretty I, cool. I'm pretty fond of pigeons. I. It's gross. Uh, I mean, <laughs> they, deli- they, they deliver. Right. Mess- <laughs> they are delicious. It might be scientifically oh. the grossest bird. Scientific, Birds are actually very speaking. Smart. I'm gonna throw some technical terms at you. They're e- fucking e- gross. <laughs> gross. I thought you say ew. 
So I thought that was I thought that was a really interesting technique to keep people talking to be like you. Well, oh, well, I mean, yeah, I mean, well, they're gross. I mean, yeah. They're gross. You say they're gross. Oh, man. Gross, you say is really good. They're, the other the other thing too is uh, sort of like a conversational uh, deflection technique. If you're in a conversation, oh no, I know, I know another one that I really wanted. To, what I really thought was funny is just like the repeater. If someone wants information out of you that you don't want to give, if you just repeat your answer two or three times, even though the questions might differ slightly, people eventually get the message like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> so in other words, I like, have to try this like, tactic. like um, hey, what did you think about the movie? It's like, it was cool. I, it was cool. Like, oh, no, no, but what about, it was cool. Like, no, no, no. it was cool. It's like, okay, fine. <laughs> oh, well, all right then. It wasn't, so it wasn't, it was on some more serious matters than that. Yeah. It was, it was actually, the, the anecdote that was used in the book was uh, someone had a divorce, but they divorced, but they were still involved with the company together. And someone was like, what happened? And they're like, it's cool. Well, they're, they're like, we, <laughs> I'm we, just here so I don't get fined. <laughs> we separated, but the company's not changed. Well, but what happened? We separated, but the company's not changed. Yeah, I know, but what we separated, but the company's not changed. Ten like, four. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah, right. I will now shut the fuck up. Yep. Yeah. Well, I'm done. Uh, that's not really a customer service technique. I just thought that was really interesting. Like, mm. you know, if, if people keep driving at information and you think you've given them what they need, to be like, maybe you should Google it. Well, I know, but I really want to know how to create an item in Square. You should probably Google it. Did you Google it? Well, yeah, but can you just tell me? You should Google it. <laughs> well, I think I guess I'm gonna go Google it. This is a recreation. You know, of I, think real I, should, I think I should go Google it. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> maybe uh, you know what? Maybe I'll just go. G O O G L E. You know. Dot. There's this perfect com. website for it. I'm waiting for a customer to actually turn around. Then it goes like, "I want a grilled cheese." Oh, cool! Would you like fries with that? I want a grilled cheese. <laughs> well, um, we also have these uh, delicious beverages. I want a grilled One. cheese. Grilled no cheese. No problem. Here you go. Grilled cheese sandwich. There's this awesome website. It's called uh, lmgtfy.com, and it stands for Let Me Google That For You. Never and you could send, like, you could type in oh, what you wanted to Google, and it will send them an animation of typing this thing into oh Google and then searching it. All right, oh, hold on. Beautiful. Writing this down right that now because I'm going to send it to sounds, all the franchisees. Yeah. It's just, I don't, I, I probably messed it up, but it's literally Let Me Google That For You, but just the first letter of each word. Can you spell that? You got it. Can you spell that? Let me Google that for you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I'm trying to think. There was one other thing I had in my brain about it, but I forgot. Anyway, check out the book. It's good. Listen to the past last past, past episode. Time Cop? It's good. Last couple past episodes. Approved. How many, how many Time Cops do you give it? <laughs> I give it four and a half Time Cops. Four and a half Time Cops from the waist up or from the head down? <laughs> Yes, no, the left half. It just goes from left to right. I'm going to say waist up on this. So one. just from, from the middle of your <laughs> that you were bound to happen. You were on the table by one millimeter. No, I just it wasn't the it wasn't the For I just everyone listening. He just hit the that. microphone off the table because yeah, it was talk, on the table by much. one millimeter. Yeah, he, he, does, he lives much. he lives on the edge. I'm just like his microphone. Living on the edge. You what were we talking about? I have something funny to say. Oh, dude, was, uh, I came up, hold, dude, I came up with the perfect <sighs> new shit, the like newest his, and new. I like Uh-oh. this new unit of, unit of measurement, though. But it's, like, totally arbitrary. Like, next week, you'll be like, 74. 
Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Remind me, the thing I forgot today in our meeting, the event that we must do and we're going to do it on a Friday is going, already to, copywritten. is going to be subjective trivia night. Yes, we've been talking. Subjective pop culture trivia night, where right before trivia starts, everyone in attendance just writes down a question and Who's the their best answer. Band? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then you just go, Who, yeah. Who's Who, the best actor in the world? Yeah. Oh, that's uh, easy. Nope, it was Brad Pitt. Yeah. Sorry, guys. Yeah. <laughs> Wallace Shawn? Clearly, clearly obviously Nicholas Marlon Brando. <laughs> <laughs> Wallace Shawn, <laughs> Marlon Wayans, inconceivable. I, I've heard some people pretty big fans of Mos Def. Uh, Mos Def is amazing. Yeah. Yassine Bey. We, we, sure. What we'd have to do is almost like the easiest, the very least some people might be able to get it right if we just do what's your favorite. So, or who's your favorite? Who's your favorite Spice Girl? Who's your favorite? Mm-hmm. Or who's the best is better because then it's funnier. Yeah. Who's the best Spice Girl? Who's the best? <laughs> Especially because it's so subjective and what you mean by that. Well, I mean, are we? Is it technical ability? Is it yeah. dancing? Is it Looks. is it post? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So uh, who's, who's the, the best, best Avenger? Member of right. Color Me Bad. Yeah. Who would win in a fight? <laughs> yes. So that's what we do. We'll just we'll just we'll post a poster board saying here's the subject. I need you to all of them. Who's the best? In a group, Mike Tyson, Jean-Claude who, who would win in a fight Go. between t- make up two people, yeah. you know, and then we'll have like five or six of those prompts, and everyone has to turn in, you know, all of those, so that way there's that many trivia. So who determines the answer? The people. Oh, uh, what? Wait, what? So then is so it like, like uh, Family Feud? Like we pulled yeah, one hundred people. Something different. No, we just pick one. Or what we do is so we write, okay, people. you know, better, yeah, okay. We write them all out, so every single one has five different ones. I feel like we should, and then we give the, well, good questions. Okay. Anyway. That, or we actually work it pull out. the, like, customers that come in, and then, like, oh, this, that, this isn't for anything. We're just kind of curious. Oh, no, 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 no. No, what, what I think we sea should urchin. do is, <laughs> we should literally just give everyone, depending on, we have a number of questions we're going to do. Let's say there's 60. So if there's 40 people, then just 20 people get two of them. Because it's funnier because someone in the room has written the shit down. That's why, burp. That's why, um, uh, Cards Against Humanity and all of those type of things are funny is because someone in the group has has written the shit down and you're trying to figure out or, or, or picked those cards or paired them together. So that's what. So we have we come up with sixty objective questions. Who's the best little rascal? Who's the best stymie giant? Who's the best buckwheat <laughs> ninja turtle who's the best ninja turtle so i feel like what we should do is send it out to the b&b mug club directory and get all the who's regulars the best destiny's child get all the regulars in here and record a night like that and then yeah just have yeah that sounds like a good idea it sounds like something we should plan not it's, on the air it's, it's, it's done it's perfect it's great i like it all right so it's already up on facebook new business the newest to new marketing uh, okay i want okay i got two part a okay of two. Two parts. Two part A. Parts, two parts. Part A. Part one and part B. Number A and part two. That's what we're part B, Z. I finally had a really good analogy for the marketing and sales and branding speeches that I've been giving recently. And it was about music. And this was what I did. I'm a fan. This is what I did to my interns. Well, it's, I know Brand's a fan anyway, so it's not fair for him. And I already did it to Justin, so I mean, it's probably just you, Brian. Oh, this is fun. Can you finish the sentence? Coming out of my cave and I'd be... Can't do it. Can't Doing do it. just fine. Yes. yes. Yeah. Do you know who sings that song? Um. Even uh, better. The the white stripes. No. Nope. See, nope. even better. Is so it the, stupid. The, the black key. Wait, wait, I'll give you a hint. I'll give you a hint. Killers. Yes. Yep. Killers. <laughs> yes. So what's that was fun? What hits yeah. me about music is that it's the only thing that I could think of where 
the music station, it's it's one hundred percent marketing. There is when you listen to a song, there's zero sales in there. Mm-hmm. It's not like they're asking for and even on the radio station, how many times have you been like, Who sings that? Wait, you can't go back. Now you have mm-hmm. Spotify and stuff and you can go back, but even when you have these playlists, how many times do you hear a song before you go back? Like I've memorized songs that I haven't gone back and listened. Like when a song comes on one of my favorite Spotify channels, I know the words to it. I still don't know who fuck sings it. Mm-hmm. Yep. You literally have to on your own go search out those things. If you if you know who a lead singer is, you know because you found out. Mm-hmm. Like you mm-hmm. looked it up, probably right. Mm-hmm. I mean, very. I mean, maybe in today's day and age, like if I'm TV, it gets shoved in your face on VH1. Like here's this guy, he's the lead singer of some. VH1 still a channel? Is it? Yes. I don't have cable. It's kind VH1 of me, right? is still a channel. Okay. Yeah. So do they show music videos? True crime show? documentaries now. <laughs> probably. Right. So there's something to be learned there. On both sides, number one, music needs to fucking do some sales pitches more often. Like, mm-hmm. hey, download this song. Like, mm-hmm. there's none of that. Mm-hmm. Number two, the well, you mar- got assholes like D- no offense, but like DJs like DJ Khaled, DJ Clue, they're just screaming their fucking name all over these tracks. Yeah, but not like during the track. I'm just saying like whatever the mechanism. It's the only is. way that these producers are gonna get their name out because like you Google the song and it's gonna show up that it's by <laughs> you know Drake. Well, that's right. the fact. Well, okay, but it's, it's the- not Drake featuring you know whoever the producer. The point is that the. Sp- there needs to be a better mechanic for them to sell to make more money if they want to bitch about it. Because literally, there's no call to there's no call to action mm-hmm. at all in the music. So it needs to be something outside the music. Okay. So well, it's just they get paid per stream on Spotify. Then the whole point of radio is to get you to listen to the ads. I mean, it's one I've literally driven from my house to work and on my four pre-programmed stations, not heard one single song. Yeah. Because it was just commercials for 20 minutes on every single station. Right, but they also get paid for the. The click, and then if, if you buy that song, mm-hmm. if you did it through Spotify, you're, they're still getting a piece of that. Well, I'm right. Just saying, or just the radio itself. I'm just saying in general. I'm trying to use generalized terms and apply it. So in business, we talk too much about sales every day is come to pint night, come to this. There is no, if we were the radio station for, it would be come buy our stuff, come buy our stuff, come buy our stuff, come buy our stuff. And you'd be like, where's the music? Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? People want to hear the music. They want it. And in terms of that is, the identity, the thing you do, not even like who you are, yeah. like right. And then people go like, "I really like this thing I'm seeing, hearing, listening. I'm gonna find out more about it." And that's how they learn your name. And and then once they learn your name, then you can sell them. So it's. I'm saying there's extremes on both sides. A lot of the restaurant industry is like, "Here's our special. Here's our special. Here's our special." Like, and I think we've gotten a lot better at just like marketing, marketing, marketing. Here's our special. Yeah. Whereas in the music industry, it's just. Marketing, 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 marketing. And then the stations might have their own sales stuff with their ads, but like the music itself is not monetizing itself, which mm-hmm. I think is fascinating and just like a mod, like it's so weird and broken. Anyway. Well, the music itself is the marketing to get you to listen to these other ads that are also just marketing. But there's no call to action. Like none of, like there's no way for, you know, they're not saying buy this album, mm-hmm. go to this concert. Well, because the, the radio, tour. the radio doesn't care. The radio right. wants you to listen to the ads. They buy the music right. so they get more. Right, ad revenue. They have no. They have, don't have a. They don't have a horse in the race. They don't. Literally, don't care. Sure, that's fair. But still, you understand where I'm going with that, right? Like music and like the music in general itself. Yes. If every single band, they're already basically unionized with ASCAP, BMI, and CSAC, right, for licensing fees. If Watch those, your mouth. if those license, <laughs> I know this sounds funny, doesn't it? BMI, CSAC, and oh, so, I thought ASCAP. That ASCAP sounds like yeah, asshat. Yeah. So, yeah. so could be such an ASCAP. <laughs> so if those three companies went to the radio and said, "Hey, before every single song, 
you have to play this blurb and it's a call to action saying who sings the song and where you can buy it or we're not licensing you any of our songs. I would actually love that. You would have to do it. Have I you mean, heard of Carrie Underwood? Hey, we have her new album out. Yeah, you come buy it at this in this yeah. place or, or or download it at Damn. this somewhere. Get the censored version at Walmart if today. They, if they said you can't play our songs unless you do that, guess what? They would do that. They would because do that's the business. If ever, whenever uh, you're in, maybe I'll just not have. If you're in to... the business of exploiting someone else's business, and mm-hmm. the radio is that the radio doesn't produce original content, it just leverages music so you listen to it. They control you. You know, so whatever they whatever rules they give you to tell by, like you have to, unless they're not. A single unionized force, and then obviously, if one person stands up, it take it takes someone of you know like Taylor Swift's type thing, saying like you're not playing my song on the radio unless you're you're you play this five second call to action. Hey everybody, Taylor Swift, download my music at taylorswift.com, and then song every. Yeah, I think it day. is that there just isn't like a single governing body because uh, you don't think the licensing fees control all that. The ASCAP and BMI and CSAC. No, and, stuff? and I don't I don't really know why. I feel like the only like thing that I can think of is just like. If they could, they would have by now kind of deal. I don't know. I think it's just maybe it's just easier for them to shake down bars and restaurants. And I think it's I think it's the trade off because for the artist's benefit, they're getting exposure on the radio and they want the radio to play their stuff the most because if the radio plays your stuff the most, it must be the best. Yeah. Well, I have to say it makes me just kind of speaking of the radio, it makes me wonder when was the last time anyone here bought a song or an album based on something you heard on the radio? Um, hmm. not me, and, and not I mean, in a long time. Yeah, a long yeah. time. I tell you, I tell YouTube you, YouTube is kind of. I think YouTube's kind of where everyone's kind of getting their music now, most of the time. Yeah. Well, I tell you, the for me, iTunes. When I I don't download music anymore, I but, but when I did, the best thing they had was if you like this, then try this. This I guess this was kind of before sort of Spotify. Mm-hmm. So I found some bands through downloading like Sublime. They'd be like, "Yo, you should try this band and this band." And I was like, "Never heard of them. Cool." And I was like, "Yeah, I do dig that stuff." Mm-hmm. And then I bought a couple of their songs, and that led to some. You know, like, "Oh, you should, now you should try this." And this, the suggested purchase, suggested purchase. Per, I can't even fucking talk. Now you've got like a whole Jason Werfel algorithm that they like know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. And for some reason, six albums into it, you had that one weird band by Kevin Bacon. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'm, I'm surprised I got a laugh. I'm surprised hey, you, I got a chuckle. Have you heard? I love Kevin Bacon, dude. I think it's fucking hilarious. Have you heard Kevin Bacon's band? It's not bad. Really? I have not heard it's like a rock it's, band? it's him and his brother. Oh, okay. Uh, but it's kind of like... it's Making Bacon? <laughs> <laughs> got him. Uh, Billy Bob Thornton is in a band that's touring and coming to Indy in a couple months. Oh, dude. Keanu Reeves we're going to book him. Keanu Reeves, yeah. I think he's been in a band forever. Like, I think he was... Guys, get this. Jared Leto. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> Jack Black. What's the name of Jared Leto's band? Oh, 30 Seconds to Mars, uh, yeah. Supposed to say no one should listen to this. All right, I want to move on. This is this is, was actually my new business. New business. New shit. Yeah, I noticed we could. Self-driving cars. Yeah, yeah. I, I want to talk about that just because I love I love the topic of marketing and sales and branding. And Jetpacks. Um, the idea that, so before I get into it, this is the last thing I'll say, is that for all of you out there, the concentration is too much on what in corporate speak you would say is the bottom of the funnel, like the person looking to buy. You know, so for us, the bottom of the funnel for a salesperson is the person walking in the door. Like they're hungry and thirsty. We can't fuck that up. Mm-hmm. Like, we have food and drink. Yes, it's like I have a problem. What is it? I'm hungry. Um, we have that. Like, okay, can <laughs> I have some? I guess. Like, there's no like, even a shitty server yeah. can sell you in a restaurant food and beer. But you know, getting someone out from in there—that's as the funnel goes up before you're in the front door. 
And so what happens is people want to market to the people that are at the bottom of the funnel. They're looking for a place to eat. They're looking for a place to drink. Whereas top of the funnel marketing is like a podcast, you know, getting on and talking to people. And we're not telling them to come in. We're just, hey, right. here's who we are. And we think it's kind of fun to get around and shoot the shit and drink a couple of beers. If you do come in, we'll hang out. It'll and be fun. Yeah. And I would love that. There's no call to action. Yeah. And so same thing on our, we are literally the radio station playing music all the time, not telling you where to download it. Yeah. Like if well, you've got to figure out, you got to, if you want to know where Books and Bruises, you can Google it. <laughs> you know, you're going to find out where it is. If you want to come meet us, here's where we are. Yep. It'll be fun. And so. Or don't. Meet us. Learn from our mistakes. It's a long-term, it's a long-term strategy at the top. And I think that's why a lot of businesses don't use it. They don't see money being invested in talking to a bunch of people that aren't immediately looking to buy the shit you want to buy. Buy. you know for example like if you sell vacuum cleaners making this shit up right like you want to look for someone who just broke their vacuum cleaner well it's not always like easy to find right no. so first you want to wear a shirt with if, that if you're the person that everyone knows they go to you when they need one it's like i know someone who's super cool and they're not gonna, just gonna you know tell me a bunch of bullshit about my vacuum charge me way too much exactly like Oh, you know, oh, wasn't that guy that I knew that was really cool to sell vacuums? I'm going to call him first. Mm -hmm. And so first, how do you become the guy who's really cool that sells the thing that they need four months from now? You know, for us, the beauty of the restaurant industry is that everyone needs to eat and drink every day. Mm -hmm. So it's easy. And I think that's why people get unlimited supply of. Yeah. That's why people customers. get locked into like the bottom of the funnel. Drink beer here tonight, you know, which I think is actually funny. I'm really I'm a big believer in literal marketing so i go on twitter and go you should drink beer at books and brews tonight and just hit send and people think that's fucking hilarious because yeah. it is and then people are like well i appreciate you know you getting directly to the point man <laughs> like i'm either going to do one of the two i'm going to tell I was up you in the air and you told me i'm going to tell you to come and drink or i'm just going to tell you like have a great day like one of the two mm -hmm. this is bob in the funnel get your ass in here and drink my beer yep or 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 just like, what's hey, up, guys? How you doing today? You do you. Have That's a cool. swell day. Yeah. Dude, I had to take a picture <laughs> it, of it. Maybe if you get thirsty, like, well, man. We, we, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. we had, I had to share with the group because I thought it was equally funny, but then somehow, like, really sweet and touching today, we had a, uh, a random person, I think, like, not know where they're posting moment. <laughs> that was <laughs> So, so uh, on our Mother's Day Maybe it was like some mom liked the post, and then they saw someone liked the post and thought that that was the person that was posting it. I don't know. It was completely out of context. So we posted a Mother's Day discount where we're running an ad that our mug club sales are 20 bucks off through Mother's Day. And a post this morning came through. And I looked at it, and it was part of it was I loved it was because of the speak, right? It was you, the letter U, mm -hmm. and then um, the letter R, U R. Beautiful and something. Yeah, <laughs> it was like it was smart. Like beautiful and what is it? Beautiful and smart or something? It's like, it's like <laughs> and, oh, thanks, James. And I was like, I was like, that's funny. You probably didn't know where it was posting. I'm like, what if he did? Well, that was really nice. <laughs> yes. I'm like, that was very kind. It was at first. I was like, well, clearly you're confused. Yes. And then at the second point, I was like. Maybe not. Thanks, James. <laughs> I appreciate you're you. You're a pretty fucking nice guy, too, bro. <laughs> well, right back yeah, at oh, you, pal. Uh, <laughs> it says you are beautiful and talented. Oh, oh beautiful and talented. Wow. That's like the world's best fucking fortune cookie right there. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> if you got that, you'd be super fucking psyched. I'd be like, you're right. I am beautiful and talented. <laughs> I'm going to go take on the fucking <laughs> world today. You're reminding <laughs> me of these things. Oh, man. And what's, and so that's what gets me to my did, nanoscale. Did you, did you comment? Or did you I, well, I just hearted it because I was too <laughs> confused to really like, I'm going to let this simmer for a second. That's a nice thing to say, though. I it's think like, you're uh, nice too. <laughs> yeah. So going in, so our thing is doing business on the nano scale, and that's what I really, really want to talk about today. And we only do it for a few minutes because we're going to cut this short, do our party in the back segment. Good, I'm out of beer. 
Already? I didn't even say baseball. Baseball, baseball, baseball. Oh, wait, I have another sip. I'm empty. For those of you at home, when I say baseball, you have a drink. You're trying to get me so, drunk. I am drunk. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to compile all of these ramblings that we've had into a book and pu- publish it soon. We I don't should. think it'll be too hard because we've, I've had a lot to say. We can hire an intern to type it all out. Right. Well, today I'll just put a speaker next to a computer program that dictates it and then just let it go for like a half an hour. <laughs> that is amazing. For that's like 10 thing. hours. That's amazing that that's a thing. I remember watching... Um, seg- Back like, to the Future. No, no, no. The Abyss? Okay. Remember the abyss? Barely. I, I, maybe this was breathing it. underwater with oxygenated water. It was like oxygenated, like goo. Remember that? It was like a like weird yeah. goo. No, it was thing. like seriously. It was. It yeah. really does exist. That no, one what? scene. No, but that wasn't yeah, okay, okay. Okay, that's not where I was going. Where I was going with that is that in the beginning of it, like um, when you get fade in, it goes straight to a woman talking, but you're seeing a computer screen writing, and I remember being fucking blown away by that. Seriously. I'm like, this is the future? We can just the, say things, and it future. pops up on the screen? It's fucking blew me away. I guess like the talk to text, or like text voicemail. Yeah. It's the same thing. I never even really... Yeah, dude. Oh, my God. Year 2000. So, all right. Na- okay. Doing business on the nano scale, though, is the mm-hmm. name of the book, and I'm a huge, huge, huge believer in it. I want to tell one really quick story. And then I want to get your guys' not just reactions, but also if you have stories that can go into this nanoscale movement slash belief system that we have here. So I got a chance to sit down with a dude named Robin who works for Andretti Autosports last night at Flat 12 over a beer. And I'm going to do the short, mm-hmm. the short version of it. My question to him was, how do you get started in you know, auto sports, motor, you know, all the, how do you even get into that? Does it have to be a family thing? And he was like, no, nah, it's weird, really. Like, I grew up in the restaurant industry. And then... Um, right, you know, we. I think, and again, I'm going to remember. I'm going to tell you my version of how I remember it. You don't want to tell too much because we do want to get him on the show too. And his yeah, his version is way better. Is better. So short version. Uh, Richard Petty, who's like the the, Wayne, the king, Gretzky's the king of racing, came through, and him on his bike as a kid riding up to Richard Petty, and Richard Petty being cool with him and taking the time to talk to him. Oh, I'm going to blow your fucking mind, dude! I just thought of it. I can't wait for this. I didn't think of this story until just now. I'm talking to Brian. Um, the, the, just Richard Petty talking to... Um, I just time-copped you. You did. I'm, my mind is blown know, right now. I'm confused. I know. Um, really changed the course of his whole life. And he told that story nonchalant, and I came back to it. I'm like, do you think that Richard Petty being cool to you in that moment when you were a kid and he was on top of the fucking world? I mean, in the racing industry, he's the baddest man on the planet. He was like when Tiger Woods was on his, and maybe I'm exaggerating and the racing fans can correct me if I'm wrong, but in my mind, since I even knew about him as a kid, uh, he seemed like the, he was, if you knew racing, he was, it didn't, well, say if you didn't know racing, he was the one person you knew. It was like uh, Tiger Woods during his run. It just felt like, is anyone else playing? Mm-hmm. Like, this is just one guy that wins. Jack Nicholas like, how do you, how do you bring yourself playing? to even show up for work against this guy? <laughs> so, and he said, absolutely. And so the point that you can change the course of someone's life with one, just being cool. And not just being just, cool, being cool to someone you don't have to. Mm-hmm. And this was my point when I thought about it. I'm like, this is, the, again, the baddest man on the planet in racing. You know he's got shit to do. You don't yeah. think that he's just sitting around with nothing to do when a, when a kid on a bike pulls up next to him and asks him questions? Like, he'd totally be, one of my favorite scenes in movies is when Kevin Costner and Bull Durham goes back to the to the dugout to get some more, more pine tar and little the bat boy runs out and goes get a hit crash and he goes shut up <laughs> <laughs> and so it's like 
that's totally understandable. Like yeah. all the nonsense that people on that stage have to deal with all the time, mm-hmm. for him to take the time to be cool, change someone's life. It's fucking their whole, their awesome. whole life course. Dude, listen to this. Gonna blow your mind. Uh, we're sitting there talking, and he's like, "Oh yeah, by the way, do you know Brad uh, Doherty?" Yeah, you know, played NBA for the Jam. Cleveland, played for the Cleveland Cavaliers. He's like, "Yeah, by the way, um, one of my best friends. The reason he wears forty three is because he's a huge Richard Petty fan." Hmm. Did not know that. What? And, right. <laughs> and it was because of the same thing that basically he was known as the guy that after races would just stay for hours and hours and hours until every single fucking kid had an autograph from him. Wow. And that was and then, super memorable. And then Brad, Brad, I'm saying it right, Doherty? Doherty. Yeah, Brad Doherty. Dogretti. Had a. Dog. Yeah, I knew there's, there's something weird in there. Yeah. It's like a U. It's like a G H. That. Doug Horty? That. It was, and again, I'm telling my version of it because I can't remember, but just him staying for an autograph and getting an autograph as a kid is like, again, changed the, like he was a huge, huge racing fan. Mm-hmm. So anyway, I thought it was, get him, he's so full of stories and amazing things. Also, the last thing about him I just want to say is that he can ride a motorcycle for like 31 straight fucking hours and not oh, sleeping. Right. What? Dude, he says he'd drive, he, he would drive his bike, and this is recently, okay, and he's, you know. I can't he's even. Not, stay he's awake. not young. He's not young. I can't we'll even say. stay awake just he's sitting not, in a he's chair not old, for thirty-one but he's, hours. Like he's, he's, yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> and he said he drove from Phoenix to Davidson, I believe. So, yeah, Davidson, North Carolina, which is by oh, Charlotte. Yeah, it took him thirty-six hours. Yeah, stopping in El Paso because there was a storm for two hours to sit in the hotel for two hours and watch TV. He watched a race, and that was it. Like yeah, he, it, it he seemed like he, he like he would have he would have gone straight through. So. Growing up in Arizona as a child and my family living in Illinois, I've taken that drive multiple times. And the best we ever did, my dad and I marathoned and only only stopped once. And it was still two like full days. Yeah. Like that is no joke. And that's in North Carolina. She's burning rubber. Way further. So do you guys have any nano stories? What's your what's, what's your nano I, story? I go. I've got one if I can hop on. Hop it's on, actually dude. very not like as uh it's very similar to that story actually not quite uh, celebrity status but uh so there's this company that i used to work for and uh i was just a manager there i was like an assistant restaurant manager they had like four locations in ohio and like a couple like around and uh there was some bs going on with my general manager and it seemed like she was kind of throwing me under the bus uh for a lot of stuff and her and the district manager uh, both kind of seemed in cahoots to get me fired. Uh, well, this dude, Sam, who was the director of operations and vice president uh, of the company, like basically like took me under his wing and like we met and like we met like a couple times and like he groomed me and I was like a very inexperienced manager. It was my very first manager job that I'd ever had. Um, and like... I never even, like, really considered, like, oh, like, I can make, like, a career out of, like, working in restaurants. Like, at the time, like, I had, like, dropped out of school, and I took a job, and I ended up getting promoted, and I had no intention of, like, really ever making a career out of it, and, uh, yeah, no, so he kind of, like, took me under his wing and, like, really helped me grow, like, as a person, helped me take it seriously, like, told me, like, the do's and don'ts, and, uh, yeah, I mean, I think I very much attribute kind of like where I am and like just how much I've done and how far I've come to him like almost exclusively and uh 
It's a wonderful dude, Sam. He's actually coming to the Andretti party that we're having in a few weeks because just totally unrelated, he knows somebody at Andretti Autosports just from like a previous life. Yeah. Yeah. And he's actually now, so he's the chairman of the Ohio Restaurant Association. Wow. Oh, wow. Wow. Very cool dude. Shout out Sam. Shout out Sam. Very, very, very cool dude. So, I guess I have a small story. It's, yeah, hit me with it. Again, it's, it's not necessarily one exact person, but it was kind of a place or even or, or kind of a lifestyle. Was I was working, I worked for many student loan companies, many banks, been in a cubicle for 12 years, right out of high school. And I started going to another local brewery and um, just started going there filling growlers on Friday. And the more I went there, the more I realized everybody was having so much fun yeah. and actually enjoying their job. And the more I got to thinking about it and... I realized at that time, like, I cannot live my life in a cubicle day in and day out. Like, it's not for me. I feel like I'm wasting my life. I can't do it. And I would say it was it was really, you know, just going and seeing people working hard and just being happy and having fun and loving it. And that's what got me into this industry. And that's what got me here. I, I quit my job at a bank working, you know, nine to five, making way more money. But that's just not the life that I care to live. And it really took me seeing other people you know and it's it's worth the pay cut is there did i miss it was there is there any one person or thing that happened to you that really changed the course of that for you not necessarily i think it was just the whole overall experience of of how people treat each other in the industry and how you know how people treat each other in corporate america and just seeing you know it could be people from all walks of life yeah you know nobody because of their position or title is talking down upon somebody who's treating anybody any differently, right. you know? And totally. it was it was just a big eye-opener. And I, that's why I said, like, I need to stop doing what I'm doing and I need to figure out a way to get into this industry where people treat each other like people. Yeah. Right? And ev- everybody gets along. It's not enemies because we work for different breweries or, you know, we're all working together. Everybody's super cool. And, and I have fun. I've actually been known to say, too, it's like when I first got into the beer industry and or started going to breweries and stuff, like, I really w- didn't enjoy beer. I enjoyed the people first and foremost before yeah. I actually enjoyed drinking. Yeah. Yeah, it's just a different... It's not me. Oh, it's me. Damn it. <laughs> I just got to say, I cannot... It's probably just because I haven't known you any other way. I can't wrap my mind around, like, stuffy banker businessman Brian. <laughs> right? Yeah. Seriously, which is, which is why I think I was so miserable. Yeah. You know, I was... Just could it not... wasn't you. No, I couldn't do it anymore. I literally I remember... I, I've told you this a million times, Jason, but I remember going to my boss, who was my... The friend at the time, and I, you know, I had to say to him, I said, hey, you know, they say you dress for the job you want, and I don't want to dress up. I don't want to wear these fucking khakis right. and a polo shirt i want to go to work and bust my ass and work hard in jeans and a fucking t-shirt right. that's what i'm gonna go do the, the so, last guess what he's wearing right now <laughs> i'm wearing jeans and a fucking t-shirt still not busting his ass though the last <laughs> uh, last business job i had i actually got written up for looking like i was homeless and i was wearing like khakis and a button-up shirt it yeah it's like that is so fucking insensitive. Yeah. What'd you do? You dressed like a goddamn hobo. <laughs> no, actually, what it was, uh, my hair was down to my shoulders, and um, I did not button the cuffs. Oh. And you gotta get them I wasn't rough. clean shaved. Showing like off you that scandalous wrist. <laughs> that scandalous. I do have a nice clad. wrist. All right. Hey, thanks for tuning in. This is our business in the front. Well, I guess I'm not. Check us out. Party in the back. What? <laughs> the forgotten. Yeah. Cool. Bye. Do you got something? 
What? What did you say? Something? Well, no. The uh, I the thought that was your story. I thought you were done. Oh, I, I I thought. Okay, never mind. Okay, were you on. not done? Keep going. Well, no, I I just was going to be quick because uh, I don't talking. really. Did you, yeah, that was, no. no more well, I was just adding to his story. But oh, you're piggybacking. Uh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right, yeah. 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 No, I don't have a single person, but I do have a single moment uh, for like for my whole art career. One of the things I remember first and foremost was like, yeah, I'm going to be an artist was I was at my aunt's house and she just to keep me occupied hand me a stack of like uh, markers and a full box of the old computer paper that had the dot matrix stuff on the side oh yeah yeah dude and I sat down and drew on that for like eight hours straight and just I remember vividly during that time when I was like not even I think I was just starting elementary school it's like I'm going to be an artist and it was kind of always stuck with me until I went to college for fine arts uh, went to a painting career uh, reached out to do murals have galleries and stuff hanging on the walls and it was basically all could be gone like focused down in that one moment where I was just sitting on my aunt's floor with <coughs> a bunch of Crayola. Huh. Was there was there a, something that happened in between, like a personal thing? Someone telling you, hey, that's awesome, or anything like... I Well, that's the thing. I think I've always had that kind of artist mindset, because they always say if you're an artist, the what makes an artist is, uh, like, uh, 90% uh, productivity and 10% crippling self-doubt. Uh, <laughs> and I've always kind of like, I never really cared for my stuff growing up i knew i was good i knew i had talent i knew it could get better so whenever anyone like gave me a compliment it was really hard for me to take it uh it wasn't really until like uh when in my head when i knew i could actually make it a career and i knew i was taking the right steps to get better was uh i started my freshman year of college and it's one of the reasons i do encourage people go to college for art if you would like uh freshman year i went in there and it's like completely like wow i've been doing everything wrong like i could be so much better than what my ego is telling me i am hmm. and it was it was like i probably if i didn't have that moment i probably wouldn't be doing stuff to this day still hmm. it's pretty rad just, yeah it's fucking just, rad. Just, just just fucking rad just had to give a, a little kid some paper and crayons yeah and after that, it was like every Christmas and every birthday, it was like, uh, here's more art supplies. And it was just something that all of a sudden became me. It was like people, I really didn't advertise it. Just people knew. It was like, oh, he loves art and he loves to draw. So in summation, the biggest thing is just something as little as giving a kid some crayons and paper to draw from can change Could the whole life fucking changing. course. Yeah. And taking really seriously every little interaction you have... I think that's the biggest thing is that it's not random. You're, it's not playing the lottery. Like literally every transaction, if you would, re, you know, th that we have with someone is changing the course of their life and taking that very seriously and never losing sight of that. And I think that's where businesses win in the next 15 years. Mm -hmm. I do. I like so it. thank you to myself. Thank, thank you, Brian. Thank you. Thank, thank you, you to You're welcome. I mean, my man Brando. We're gonna thank come you back for thanking gonna, me. We're gonna drink more beer. I want yes, you, yes, I want are. you to I require you to listen to the party in the back. No, you have to coming out on Friday. Yep. We're all because then we're already half popped because we're already beer down. I got a pretty mm -hmm. decent stump the brewer too. It's gonna be a little sh yeah, a little short. We keep running over with business, and I'm yeah. gonna start have to just like as soon as three o'clock hits, I'm just gonna be like everyone get the fuck out. I almost said it today, but we we're still. Talking. I know someone had some important questions. Like I don't want to like ruin the business. But the meetings to can we just close down some of the books and brews? Yeah, okay. <laughs> we should just yeah. Here's all you guys with like reasonable <laughs> suggestions. <laughs> we should just stop. 
<laughs> we can just do podcasts full time. I would love to. That's why you got to listen in. You got to help us. Yeah, so our Nano Brew Network work anymore. <laughs> we're tired. We're just, want, we're we're just tired. old, tired people. We're so we just tired. want you to listen. Yes. Click that like button. It's just super. Smash I need you to just want to go home, or I'll die. Do you want to make me starve to death? On your head. Can you live with that on your conscience? Okay, bye. Listen on Friday, y'all. We're gonna get more beer. Look, 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 look